Welcome to Emran's podcast, episode number 11. This is your host, Suman Silwal. Find something that you love. If running is the thing that you love, um, you're going to be more likely to do it and stay active and find friends who also love it. Visit emruns.com for discount codes, photos, and more. I'd like to welcome my friend and coach, Lisa Boer. How are you doing today, Lisa? Oh, I'm doing great. Thanks. Glad to be on your podcast. Yeah, welcome to Emron's podcast today. So how's your running going? I have been running a lot. I'm training for Vermont 100, which is in the middle of July. So I'm really putting in a lot of miles and uh, getting pretty worn out because it's hot, but it's going well. Talk us about your running journey, how you started running. And, you know, now you, you, you're headed to Vermont uh, to run 100 miler. So just kind of kind of walk us through. Yeah, so I've always just been into sports and things as a kid. Um, I went to a small school in high school, so pretty much if you wanted to play a sport, you could. So I played a lot of different sports. I stuck with soccer and played it for fun through adulthood. And I also, because I was a mom, I have four kids, and was looking for a flexible job. I also taught at a gym. Um, I started doing that when my kids were little because uh, they had daycare there. So I did all those things. And then when we moved to Alabama um, about seven years ago, they did not have a women's soccer league here like they had in my old town. And so I was like, well, how am I going to make friends? And what am I going to do for fun? And a friend of mine from Washington, D.C. was running the half marathon in April in Nashville, the country music half. And she was like, do you want to do this? And I said, sure, people do that, right? People run half marathons. I had no idea what it entailed, just that other humans had done it and it was possible. Good training. And I really did not enjoy it. I was training at a gym. I had two small Twin, our youngest two are twins, and they were little, very young at the time, just babies. And I was training on a treadmill in a gym the whole time. And just, I was like, this is so stupid. Why do people like this? And then I went to the race and loved it. It was so fun. So as soon as I crossed, crossed the finish line, I was, in my mind, I told myself, I will definitely do this again. This is so fun. So that's just kind of where it started from there. So you're hooked to the running? I was totally hooked and I didn't even, at that point, I think I had zero running friends in Birmingham, but I was hooked to that idea of having a goal and working towards something and then accomplishing it. The half marathon felt like the biggest physical accomplishment of my life up to that point because you, you know, you've trained for three or four months to do this goal and it just seemed so exciting and I had never I exercised my whole life I played sports my whole life but I had never done anything quite like that where you prepared in that specific way for an event and it was just exciting so so how hard it was for you to transition from like a soccer to our different sports to running yeah at in the beginning I hated it I thought it was so stupid like what is the point of this (laughs) 
it just felt so you know soccer you have a goal in mind like an actual physical goal and then you know you're 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 running to either take the ball away or take there's just a goal in mind with running and it wasn't that I could I couldn't run it was just I was it was seemed so boring so um making friends who were runners really helped um, negate that because if you're running with friends it's never boring even if you don't have you know you're not headed for a goal or something but you have someone to talk to so <laughs> that helped so coming from um, being having an active life um, especially being a soccer player was it easy for you to be a runner i think it made it easier i feel like if i had started from nothing and tried to run a half marathon that it would have been possible but it would have been harder and i may have gotten injured because i really did just jump into a half marathon i had never even run a 5k or anything before that so i feel like it made the process easier to uh, transition to just straight running so when did you take on marathon you know it was the next year um, or actually, no, it was that year. I ran the half marathon in April, and I just wanted to keep going. I wanted to keep doing things. And so in November, I ran the Savannah Marathon. But it, it progressed pretty quickly. I really got into the idea that your body can adapt to these new stresses that you put on it, and it seems so exciting that I just wanted to keep testing it. It was exciting. So, so my next question to kind of lead into it, when did you got into ultra running? I didn't even know trail running was a thing. Um, I knew about hiking and I knew people ran in the woods, but I just didn't know it was a whole other world out there. And I was introduced to trail running through Xterra. Um, and I ran an Xterra race and met some people who ran trails and just picked it up a little at a time and then as you know in Birmingham the Birmingham Ultra Trail Society started up and that just made it even easier to find people who wanted to run in the woods and I actually think having played soccer for an extended period of time in my life made trail running seem more natural because the movements that you make in trail running are similar to what a soccer player would do um, with the, you know, twisting as you jump and um, just it fit a little bit better than road running for me, even though I enjoy road running and I do it all the time because it's convenient. I just really, really love the trails. For me, I'm both a road and trail runner. I'm still, I'm a, I'm a transplant of a road runner to, mm-hmm. to, to the trail running, but I enjoy, like you said, I enjoy both, and uh, road running is most convenient because it's right outside the door. Yeah. Uh, and the trail is still, we had to make a trip to go uh, to find a trail. You started from a running half and then eventually ended up at a Boston fencing line. So how did that journey yes. went about? Um, well, I actually had no clue. I had heard of the Boston Marathon, but I didn't know it was something that you qualified for. And I was turning 35, and my birthday is right before Boston. And someone was talking about it, 
you know how that happens with groups of runners. Someone starts to say something and you're like, what? Wait, let me go look this up. So um, probably a year and a half or two years into running, I looked up the qualifying times for Boston and I realized that I could qualify when I was younger than 35, but um, I got that extra five minutes because my birthday is the week before Boston Marathon. That just gave me this incentive, like, I should try to do this. I can I can qualify when I'm younger. And then, um, so it, that just planted a seed and an idea that I wanted to do that. And as I work towards that goal, I know some people, for some people that comes really naturally to be able to run and qualify for Boston. For me, I felt like I put in a lot of hard work to be able to qualify so it uh, for me it just felt so rewarding to actually qualify and get there because it was such hard work and I missed it the very first time I attempted to qualify I missed it by two seconds then I had a bomb race in between and then I missed it by 12 seconds and then I turned around and raced the very next weekend was Mercedes and I had told my coach, Alex Morrow, I told him that I was just running Mercedes for fun. Have, you know, knowing I had raced the weekend before and that it's really stupid to race a marathon two weekends in a row at your hardest effort. So, of course, I get to the starting line and my brother's pacing me and I tell him, this is what we're doing. I'm actually racing. <laughs> and he goes with the plan because he's a good brother. And uh, I ended up having a five-minute PR at that race, um, which I think really having friends there and having my brother there, it all helped. And my watch messed up at the beginning. So I, the, my watch wasn't freaking me out, and I just ran by effort and pushed hard the whole time and PR'd by five minutes. So it was an exciting day. Definitely. And it's always exciting when you qualify. It is. I, I cried for sure. It was. It's kind of embarrassing that I cried about running, but I'm sure it won't be the last time. I get emotional you know, when I qualify for Boston, too. So people like us, it's not every day we qualify, and it's really, there's a lot of effort put in. I think yeah. it took me 33 marathons to qualify first time, and I looked at my stats. It took me another 27 marathons and ultra marathons to qualify for second time. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. And then, Boston Marathon itself, I ran the year after the bombing. Just the community there, their energy that they brought that to that race, especially that year, was just amazing and incredible. And it was the year that Meb won for the men's race and running through the streets and hearing them say, the, who, when people would say, who won? And they said, the American won. And I thought they were talking about the women's because Meb was not even supposed to be one of the top runners that year for the men. And so when I realized it was Meb, I was even more excited because he had been to Birmingham and we had met him. And he was such a great guy that I was just so happy for him. It was a good day. Definitely. Let's switch topic a little bit. As a mom and a living activist lifestyle, how hard it is for you to do running on a regular basis, and if now you're training for a hundred miler, it's really you definitely make sacrifices of other things. You 
do or enjoy um, because you do have to put in a lot of hours. This was a great year for, as a mom with four kids, this year in particular was a good year for me to try this because a lot of my training happened while my kids were in school, although they are now currently out of school, but a lot of it happened while they were in school, so I could arrange my schedule. I have a flexible job schedule, so I arranged it so that I had at least one weekday where I could run from school drop-off to school pickup, um, and that way I could spend a little bit of time with my family on the weekend. It was really important to me and also to my husband that I spend more time at home. So, um, and I'm also just a believer in you don't have to put in thousands and thousands and thousands of miles to do the training. You just have to put the miles in the right places and stack the runs the right way to make it work to train your body. So, um, I may not run as many miles as other people training for 100, but I hopefully will find out in July. Um, I hope that I've trained well enough. So I feel like most people go into it feeling like, oh, there's more I could have done, but hopefully I do enough. For, for 100, definitely, there's never enough. Uh, can you tell us about other things you do in this running community here in Birmingham? Yeah, there are... I feel like there's so many ways to get involved in the run community in Birmingham. We have the Birmingham Track Club, and we have the Birmingham Ultra Trail Society. We have a lot of local races that you can get involved in, whether it's volunteering that day or helping to race direct or helping to mark or clear the courses. There's so much we can do. Um, I personally have taken on Crusher Ridge, which is a trail race at Ruffner Mountain with Mary Campbell. She is co-race director with me, and we love that race so much. And uh, it's really intense, 21K or 42K through Ruffner Mountain. And you, I know you've run out there, and you know how intense the trails are out there. So that one's really fun. I have a I also race direct for the Birmingham Track Club's um, yearly race they do called Adam's Heart Runs. It's out at Oak Mountain. It's on the road at Oak Mountain, but um, it's a great road run. That's fun and in February, so it's not too hot. And then I just started race directing for a race on August 20th called Just a Call Away 5K. That's a 5K that supports the Crisis Center. And it's in its second year. So that one should also be really fun and it's really fast. It's in Uptown. And then besides race directing, I also coach at Resolute Running, which is a awesome facility for runners that takes in um, the whole runner. So they have cross training available. They have a massage service there. And, um, of course, running training plans. Um, and so they really look, take a holistic approach to running and coaching and basically trying not to get injured so that you can run happier, longer. Uh, so it's a really great job and it's fun to see people succeed and find happiness through running. How big is your uh, coaching team? 
Yeah, you know, it varies. We have some 5K groups that we've been doing for a while, and those are really fun. Um, we have probably had up to 30 people at once doing our 5K group. And then I'm coaching about 15 people right now with running. Uh, and they, those are just full-time clients who um, come through the doors and just need more attention um, or preparing for a race or something. Or they just need guidance and they want uh, someone to check on them because, um, you know, you – you know how that is. If some, if you know someone's going to ask you about it, you're more likely to put in the work. So, um, yeah, it's been really fun and it's growing, and I really, really enjoy doing it. So, and you had this blog site going called Yo Mama. Do you still keep up with that? Yeah, it's called YoMamaRuns.com. Mama spelled M-O-M-M-A, the Southern way. And yeah, you know when I first started running, I was just so interested in all the little details about running and I just found that I you know I love writing too it's a creative outlet for me so it was just a natural place for me to record thoughts and feelings and funny stories you know with running every time we run or do a group run something hilarious happens and I just found all of that super interesting and I wanted to write about it and so I had a blog um, called YoMamaRuns.com, and I'm still writing on there occasionally. I have a lot less time than I did before because now I'm training for a 100-miler, and I have um, a couple more jobs than I did back then. So the schedule is a little tighter, um, but it is a great outlet, a great creative outlet. And um, it did help me meet a lot of people in Birmingham. Um, in the running community, I felt like it was a great way to network. Um, there are other great uh, blog writers out there, and um, it helped me network with them and, and make, really, honestly, make some really great friends through that. So it was, it really was a great way for me to do all of that. This round is called Sprint Round. Here starts the Sprint Round. You ready for it? Ready. Oh, gosh. I'm let's go, let's okay. go fast. Okay. You uh, know we're slow runners. <laughs> okay. What type of shoes do you wear? I am super obsessed with the Pearl Izumi Trail M3 right now. It has a little more cushion. The wide upper is awesome. Any GPS device you use? I have a watch, but honestly, I mostly use my phone because I have it with me all the time time for safety anyway plus you can take a lot of pictures yes and i have the run keeper app and uh, i track all my miles there for the 1200 mile club what type of running book do you like i love stories um people's stories and true stories experiences but um right now on my nightstand i um i have more boring ones that are actually about uh training plans like the Daniel Jack Jack Daniel's running formula. So <laughs> it's not as exciting, but that's what's on my nightstand right now. What is your favorite race so far? Oh man, there are so many. Ah. So you gotta pick one now. <laughs> that's a hard one. I ran Lookout Mountain fifty in um December and that was so pretty. I love the trail series 
too that's here the southeastern trail series because you just really get to explore all the local trails and the race directors mary joe and david tosh are just like the running parents of birmingham the trail running parents of birmingham we all love them so much and look up to them and admire them what kind of training plans do you use i wrote my training own training plan for the hundred and it really revolved around my schedule that i knew at the time which is something that i really take into account anytime i um plan a training plan training for someone um i am a firm believer that running should fit into your real life and that's how i've planned my 100 miler training i run about four or five days a week and um that's what works for my life so yeah that's how i that and just running as you know that break that i had from school it was from 8 a.m to 2 p.m so that's i didn't have miles set for the day i just was like i'm gonna run this amount of time and hopefully that's enough <laughs> we'll find out in a month yes, a couple of months yes. <laughs> and you, are you in any, any nutrition plans um diet plans, any food i eat a lot oh my gosh i eat so much food right now you are just constantly fueling when you do this type of training yes i think it's really important to try to make wise choices did I eat a bunch of cheesecake last night at the party I went to? I definitely did. So I don't, uh, you know, I believe in trying to make great choices. And then sometimes it's okay to not make a great choice. Um, so we, when I teach kids about nutrition at, at the gym, I call it sometimes foods and everyday foods. So everyday foods, try to eat those most of the time, fruits and vegetables, healthy grains, and then sometimes eat dessert. A bottle or a backpack? So I am super, super in love with the Solomon packs. The, um, they're like the S-Lab Skin Tech. They have a name that's like 100 words long, but basically they fit like a second skin. They come with bottles for the front. I do not prefer those. I find them bouncy and weird, but I love the bladder in the back and it holds one and a half liters i think some people even put two liter bladders in there and that holds it just fine and that is my must-have item for ultra running because that's how you get your food and life so yeah i'm, I'm a bottle runner so. okay yes no i'm not it, it makes me off balance i don't i can't do it before we finish this interview uh, i have a few things to ask give us a final word of advice and tell okay. us how, how people can find you or want to get advice from you or coaching maybe yeah i have a blog that we talked about yo mama runs.com you can go there and there is a contact link you can also find me on facebook i have a facebook page for yo mama runs and uh or you can email me at coach lisa at resolute running.com and I would be happy to answer any questions or just talk to you about running. So any final words of advice? Yeah, do what you love. I feel like if you find something that you love, if running is the thing that you love, um, you're gonna be more likely to do it and stay active. So find something that you love and um, find friends who also love it. And that's what has made this journey so incredible for me, really is this community here in Birmingham 
and all of these people who have this common interest and love of something that keeps you healthy and makes you uh, a better person after life. Thank you. That's a great advice. See you soon somewhere in the trail. Thank you, Simon. <laughs>